This is the Good Morning Hamilton podcast on 900 CHML. Good morning, Hamilton on 900 CHML. Rick Samford along with Paul and Shona. It's the Roundtable Hump Day edition. I got it right today. <laughs> and coming off Roy Green's favorite Christmas song. Yes, it is. It is. Like yeah. he played, like he loves that song. Didn't he have Jose in studio one year? Yeah, not one year. Or a bunch multiple of years. Multiple years. Wow. Yeah, multiple yeah. years, yeah. Good on Roy. He always gets the big guys yep. and big gals. Yep. Uh, Christmas movie madness, by the way, is continuing. Semifinal number two is underway today. Yesterday, by a score of 75% to 25%, it wasn't even close. George Bailey off to the final after beating Harry and Marv from Home Alone. And you mentioned it, Paul, you know, the sentimental time of the yeah, year. Yeah, once you get down to the nitty-gritty, yeah. the sentimental stuff gets going. Well, are our voters more sentimental about Clark Griswold from National <laughs> Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from that stop animation classic from 1964? I'm going Clark Griswold all the way. I think he takes the whole thing. He gets my vote today. Shona, who are you voting for? Rudolph. Rudolph on the yes. Rudolph train. I loved that show. Ooh, Paul, you're gonna have to be the tiebreaker well, today. You know, like I know I yesterday I said the sentimental stuff, but Rudolph's not sentimental. You know, like the, the, the to yesterday you. yesterday <laughs> we were talking about the ones that really pulled at your heartstrings. Yes. Oh, yeah. Christmas and people bring tears to your eyes. That was yesterday. Rudolph doesn't bring tears to your eyes, so I'm going with Clark. <laughs> to <Rizzo>. your <laughs> eyes, maybe. You you cry at Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> oh, you know anyone that cries really do. when that nose shines so bright, Paul. <laughs> well, when you're talking about Christmas bonuses and Clark Griswold, I start weeping as well. <laughs> You can vote now for your favorite online at 900CHML.com. I don't have to do any cooking this Christmas. Let me rephrase that. My wife does not have to do any cooking this Christmas. What? On Christmas Day, I'm having lunch at a restaurant with my mother-in-law, who invited us out to lunch, which oh, is fan- fantastic. Christmas dinner is going to be at my parents' place. Again, amazing. Lovely. Boxing Day bash at my brother's place. Uh-huh. So I don't have to go out and buy a turkey and all the fixings. You planned this right. I, I lucked out is what happened. But, <laughs> but everybody is coming over to your place next year for <laughs> Christmas Eve, yes, Christmas Day. I know. The clock's already ticking. Yeah. I know what I will get. I'll get a bunch of leftovers from all these meals, and that's that's fine. That's a week worth of stuff, I'm sure. But there's a lot of people who are planning to go out, obviously, this week to buy all their stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, we sent out three global TV reporters in three different cities to do some shopping. So they were given the task, the special assignment, to go out and shop for the most affordable holiday meal. So what most they bought, affordable holiday most meal. Most affordable holiday meal. Not going all out and, you know, spending like a drunken sailor. They bought a frozen turkey, bread for stuffing, spices, potatoes, parsnips, carrots, an onion, Brussels sprouts, cranberry sauce, dinner rolls, buttermilk, sparkling water, and an apple pie. So Heidi Petrochik in Halifax spent $98.25, which is actually pretty good when you think about all the stuff that yeah, you wait, now, I, yeah, I, I know it sounds small, but does it say like to feed a family of four or to feed a family of eight? Does it say the number it here? It doesn't. It looks like it would feed a family of four. Like okay. all they had all the ingredients kind of spread out on the table. Okay. It looks okay. like there's enough for four people. Okay. Uh, so ninety eight twenty five in Halifax. Mike Rollet in Toronto spent ninety seven ninety three. So wow. almost exactly the same. Yeah. And then Heather Urix West, who boasted about the cheap price of gas in Calgary, where she is, with a dollar seventeen a liter. Wow. That's pretty good. She ended up spending the most amount of money at one hundred one dollars and fifty three cents. Wow. So take that, Calgary, your cheap gas. You're spending more for food. <laughs> so she spent less driving around trying to find all of this. <laughs> exactly, stuff. yes. Okay. What she also did too was she went on her app 
and ordered the food as opposed to going into the grocery store. So ordered it up, just went to the grocery store. It was delivered to her vehicle, and away she went. That's an extra charge. There you go. So that's probably factored in. So on average, these three reporters spent $99.24. So for just under $100 can feed a family of four this Christmas. That seems to me, I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. Well, you know, when you were saying a really cheap meal, I I mean, you were talking about when you named out what was on it. I mean, that's your typical Christmas dinner, Mm -hmm. right? Turkey, stuffing, stuffing, potatoes, potatoes, Brussels Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Mm. That goes right on by me, but uh, (laughs) I mean, I'll eat them. What's that? More for us, Rick. Yeah, throw some bacon in there. I'm good. Oh, well, yeah, baby. but see, now you're not talking Brussels. Now you're talking about a dish. <laughs> now you're talking about a Brussels sprout casserole. Okay. You know, like yeah. I'll eat a Brussels sprout casserole that's got bacon and all that yes. stuff. You know, because you're dressing it all up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but. We uh, may need to be in different steam, rooms later. Steamed Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. I'll just let them go by. Yeah. Then. Well, for me, the cranberry sauce. I'm, you know, I, don't, had, I don't really when they, that. In that meal that you mentioned, they didn't have bacon and all that. No, it did so not. So we're talking about like steamed Brussels sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> it did have spices, though. So maybe, I don't know, some kind of bacon spice. <laughs> Is that out there? <laughs> this, is why you're, this is why you're not doing the this cooking, This is why Rick. I'm not cooking at all. <laughs> is there a bacon spice? There probably if, is. If not, I have found the new <laughs> treasure trove in the pantry. It's a million dollar idea. <laughs> yes. Also, tis the season to send Christmas cards. And if you haven't received one yet, it's actually a faux pas. You should send it out two weeks in advance of Christmas, or at least expect the person you're sending it to to get it two weeks before Christmas. Okay, a lot of people I know are getting New Year's cards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> According to the website Audi, not only should your cards arrive about two weeks before Christmas, digital cards are also okay. Oh, okay. We live in a technological world. They're okay, but... I'm saved. Yes, you better, you better <laughs> add a digital signature for a more personal touch. Yes. Right? So the most common ways to sign a Christmas card here in 2023, best wishes to you, happiest of holidays this season, season's greetings and a Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Feliz Navidad, there's Jose, and cheers. Those are the most common kind of signings or the way to sign a card. There are some uncommon ways. Are there uncommon ways? That people have signed a Christmas card. Keep slaying it. That's Mi- just cheesy. Missile toasting <laughs> to you. Missile <laughs> toasting. That means you really want to kiss them? Yeah, well, I don't know. It gets greasier, Paul. It gets greasier. Okay. <laughs> when I count my blessings, I count you twice. <laughs> See you under the mistletoe, which is a bit presumptive. Yeah, really? Yes. Cheers to a lovely holiday and your face. And your face. <laughs> your face. Okay. I'm sure if the person was into the eggnog a little early when mm-hmm. sending their card. And the last one, maybe next year we can make the naughty list forever. <laughs> oh, more, no. than a, more than a mistletoe on that one. Absolutely. <laughs> I, w- I want to see what the follow-up Valentine's card Ooh, is like. Yes. That, mm-hmm. that, you got to get a, that at a different card store. You're a dirty girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way you took it, Paul Tipper. <laughs> Full circle back to the Rudolph and how you actually feel. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday mornings from 530 to 9 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.